Welcome into another episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen. Well, amid all the data releases we saw last week, one came out on Thursday that was pretty interesting. China's agriculture ministry said that the 22-23 corn planted acreage was down 1.8% from the previous year at 42.52 million hectares. Now, the fall came after China set increasing planting acreage of soybeans and other oil seeds as a policy priority. More soybean planting acreage can come at the expense of corn area, especially in the country's northeastern grains basket where farmers choose between the two major crops during spring planting. China's 22-23 soybean planting acreage was seen up 18.3% from a year ago at 9.93 million hectares, driving output of the oil seed in the new crop year at 19.48 million tons, up 18.8% from 21-22 according to the report. Corn output in the 22-23 year was seen at 272.56 million tons, slightly higher from a year earlier, however, thanks to better yields of the crop, the ministry said. Now, China was expected to bring in 18 million tons of corn in the 22-23 marketing year, down 10% from 20 million tons a year earlier as high international prices curbed imports. In the meantime, consumption of the yellow grain in the new marketing year was seen up 1% at 290.51 million tons, causing a sharp drop of corn ending stocks to only 40,000 tons, according to the Chinese Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates. China's soybean imports in 22-23 were seen at 95.2 million tons, up 2.4% for the previous year, as hog production and margins in the country recovered to reasonable levels, according to the report. The 2022 Soybean Yield Guide from Agricultural Economic Insights looked at the potential range of possibilities for this year's soybean harvest. David Widmar is an agricultural economist who says the Soybean Yield Guide looked a little different from the Corn Yield Guide. Soybeans have this opposite phenomenon than corn did. With soybeans, the trend yield of the USDA's initial yield estimate is going to look a little bit lower than what we might initially expect. Why? Because we've had some really big yields in the last few years. In fact, only one year since 2014 has been below the trend line. Right now, the USDA is going to initially in February, they're probably going to carry that over into May, had a yield starting at 51.5 bushel per acre. And, and that's going to seem relatively low considering the, the bigger yields we've had in the last few years. Based on his interactions with customers from different parts of farm country, Widmar is noticing some pessimism when it comes to the 2022 soybean crop getting to the USDA trend line. Well, I think it's always important question to ask is when do we know anything beyond the trend yield? When can we start dialing in and really forecasting yields? From the Ag Forecast Network and the yield challenge that we have going on where farmers and agribusiness professionals are thinking about where might the final yield outcome for corn and soybeans be here in 2022, we can already tell you that there's a little bit of pessimism between the slow planting, the wet conditions in the east and the dry conditions in the west. Uh, everyone's already kind of calibrating their thinking that, you know, these trend line yields might be a little hard to reach here in 2022. From an analytical standpoint, he says it's hard to know if the pessimism is warranted yet. This consensus, that's a bunch of individual expectations. From the pure scientist side of me, the economist side of me, I don't know when we can actually step up and say, this is going to be a good time of the year. Is it in June or is it in the early July that we can definitively say, yeah, this crop is starting to be really good or maybe below trend potential outcomes. And Widmar says the stakes are very high for the 2022 crops. We have relatively tight stock situations, both for corn and soybeans in the U.S., but for all crops around the globe. 
And then we have the supply situations, the shocks and the uncertainties from Russia and Ukraine, and just the dryness that we talked about earlier in the Western parts of the US, the dry concerns in South America. So the stakes are really high. So I think, unfortunately, we might not know a lot about yields at this point, but the market is very concerned and the stakes are very high as production here in 2022 will be at the forefront of everyone's mind. Again, David Widmar is an economist with Agricultural Economic Insights. U.S. agriculture depends on trade. It is always looking to expand opportunities for overseas business. Trade was a big topic during a presentation at NAFB's Washington Watch. Greg Dowd is Vice President of Global Situational Awareness and Chief Economist for Aimpoint Research. He talked about what lies ahead for U.S. trade. That's a great question, and and the answer is there's not much that's going to happen without Trade Promotion Authority, and that is expired, and it takes an administration asking Congress to reinstate TPA, and I don't see that happening, at least in the near term. So without that, that's the old fast-track authority, so without that, you don't have a chance to negotiate a free trade agreement. I think we really need to get back in that game, in particular with the UK. He says a trade agreement with Britain would be good for America's overall economy as as well as agriculture. I think that would be an agreement that everyone would agree on is important for us economically in the United States. There's another country that we've talked about, Kenya, and it's on the docket if we get going again. And there are a lot of things that can be done outside of a TPA. But another country that I'd like to mention that those of us internally in the previous administration were very interested in was Ecuador. Ted McKinney, CEO of the National Association of State Departments of Agriculture, says trade talk typically quiets when commodity prices are quite strong. However, he says this is the time America needs to be out doing business the most. When prices are as they are now, and they're not bad, it tends to go to a low level of discussion. And yet I'll tell you that having traveled my 490,000 miles, that it's exactly now that you need to be out there the most. Because when you're not there, things are at play. If we're not there, somebody else is. And then the next administration, no matter what the politics might be, has to go in and do some of that. Again, that is comments with Ted McKinney and Greg Dowd from the National Association of Farm Broadcasting Washington Watch earlier this month. Well, from 2007 to 2019, labor force participation rates decreased 2.6 percentage points for people aged 25 to 64 in the rural United States and 0.7 percentage points for the same age group in urban areas. The labor participation rate is the percentage of the population that is working or actively looking for work. USDA's Economic Research Service released data last week that shows the larger decrease in rural participation reflects a slower recovery in those areas after the Great Recession which lasted from December 2007 to June of 2009. Labor force participation rates for people aged 25 to 64 decreased again from 2019 to 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but decreased less in rural counties than in urban counties. Rates declined the most from 2019 to 2020 for people aged 16 to 24 and fell the most in that age group in urban counties in 2021. Labor force participation rates for each age group remained below pre-pandemic levels in rural and urban counties. And the Department of Agriculture and the Economic Development Administration last week unveiled a joint resource guide. The guide seeks to help community organizations access USDA and EDA resources to build strategies to boost economic development in rural America. You can learn more by going online to rd.usda.gov. 
This has been the latest episode of American Ag Today, produced by the American Ag Network. I'm your host, Jesse Allen, wishing you and yours a great rest of your day.